0: Coming up on episode eight of the Keto Camp Podcast, we break down the keto diet and its relationship to cholesterol and heart disease. Total cholesterol and total LDL do not mean a damn thing. When your doctor looks at your total cholesterol and tells you we need to put you on a statin because it's high, that should be a major red flag. Statins are bad. 25% of the body's cholesterol is found in the brain. The body loves cholesterol. Our cell membrane is made up of cholesterol, protein, and saturated fat. On this episode of the KetoCam podcast, it's going to be all about cholesterol, all about heart disease and its relationship to a high-fat diet. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're eating keto you're following a high-fat, low-carb diet. And there's been a lot of controversy around that and heart disease and its relationship. Does it really cause? a higher risk of heart disease or does it help well we're going to break that down and we're going a little bit deeper into the previous episode episode number six actually earlier this week with dr ken berry and he had a quote he said something on that episode that was very powerful and that's the concept behind today's episode he said quote an elevated a1c is a shotgun pointed at your heart and an elevated ldl might be a bb gun pointed at your arm What does he mean by that? He meant doctors are so focused on LDL numbers when they should be focused on A1C. So what is LDL? We're gonna talk about that on today's show. We're gonna break down all the different types of cholesterol, what to look for, what inflammatory markers to also look for, what tests to request from your doctor, and so much more. So let's get into this. Repeat a lie often enough and it becomes the truth. And I always tell people for you to achieve perfect health You need to be very selective about where you get your advice. It's important to seek counsel, not opinions. There's a lot of confusion out there, enough to just have your head explode. If you go on Dr. Google and put in keto cholesterol, you will be so confused and so conflicted and paralyzed, and I've been there before, and I don't want you to be in that position. I want you to feel empowered, educated, and knowledgeable to make an informed decision that's gonna improve your health. And when somebody tells you that you're doing something crazy, you have the knowledge and the experience to back it up. And that's the point of this podcast, and that's the point of today's episode, which by the way is sponsored, today's episode by Purity Coffee. My favorite keto coffee is from Purity. They make the best beans, high quality. I'm actually, I'm actually drinking it right now. If you wanna get your beans delivered to your door, like I do, go to www.ketocampcoffee.com. By the way, coffee also helps with uh, keto. It helps boost your ketones. Okay, so let's get into cholesterol. Did you know this? More people die from heart disease with normal to low cholesterol than with high cholesterol. Insert the mind blown emoji right now. I know, it's crazy. Total cholesterol and total LDL do not mean a damn thing. When your doctor looks at your total cholesterol and tells you we need to put you on a statin because it's high, that should be a major red flag. Statins are bad news. And Dr. Ken Berry talked about this on episode six. If you didn't listen to that episode, that episode is getting so much views and listens and it's just blowing the minds of so many people. So go listen to that episode. Statins weaken the heart. Statins are sometimes necessary in certain situations, but most of the time they're overprescribed, and it, could, it should be almost criminal to do so. It's important to understand this. When it comes to cholesterol, cholesterol cannot freely move through the body. It needs to be carried in a vehicle. A particle is what it's carried in, and these particles are the key to assessing if you are at risk for heart disease. So when we're looking at total LDL, LDL has been called the bad cholesterol right, they look at your LDL, which stands for low density lipoprotein. These are the carriers, the particles that carry the cholesterol. So when they just are looking at your total LDL, most doctors are gonna look at that, and if it's too high, they're gonna tell you, hey, we have a problem here, I recommend these statins. But total LDL does not mean a damn thing. The analogy I like to give is this. Picture this vehicle, a a car, with people packed in the car. They are on the highway in a traffic jam. In this traffic jam, what is more important to getting out of this traffic jam? The number of people in that vehicle or the number of cars on the road? Of course, it's the number of cars on the road. The number of people in the vehicle, it's pretty much irrelevant. Same thing with total LDL. When you're measuring and just looking at total LDL, you're just looking at the amount of total cholesterol within a particle, the amount of people in a vehicle. It does not give you enough data. So the test I recommend all of you listening to this request your doctor to do, which is the same test I run on all my one-on-one clients, is something called the NMR test. NMR test, which measures how many particles you have, and secondly, what are the sizes of those particles? We wanna know how many cars are on the road and what are the sizes of those vehicles because the size does matter. If you have a lot of these, let's say you have a lot of cars in the road, so you have a high total LDL, but the sizes of those particles are the large and fluffy type of particles, LDL, those are the good guys. Those freely go through your arteries. It does not create an issue. But if they're the small and sticky LDL particles, those are the bad ones. Those get stuck into your arterial plaque and they cause inflammation leading to heart disease and we don't like those guys. So it's important to understand and get an accurate assessment of how many LDL particles you have and what are the sizes. And most doctors, they do not order this test. I I, I imagine you listening to this right now, if you had a cholesterol test done, they never did an NMR test. So I highly recommend requesting from your doctor an NMR test. Something else that's important to understand when it comes to cholesterol, is that cholesterol is so important to the body. If you look at vegans and vegetarians, and I did a podcast on this uh, episode number five of the Keto Camp Podcast, I talked about the dangers of veganism long term. I think it's wonderful short term, it's a great way to cleanse the body, cleanse the insides and get those plants in. And I do believe you should be eating most of your food from plants, but if you're just having plants with no cholesterol in your diet, guess what happens? You end up starving the body, starving the brain. The brain, which is 60% fat, six zero, 25% of the body's cholesterol is found in the brain. The body loves cholesterol. Our cell membrane is made up of cholesterol, protein, and saturated fat. We're made up of fat, we love fat, we love cholesterol. And I want you to look at cholesterol as not the bad guy, but as your friend, as a band-aid, which actually helps and repairs the arteries. It was thought that cholesterol causes heart disease because when they did autopsies back on the day, back in the day on heart attack victims, they did autopsies and they opened up their arteries and they saw a whole bunch of cholesterol in the arteries of these heart attack victims. And they said, oh, they're having heart attacks, they're dying from that, and they have more cholesterol than other people, therefore their correlation is that cholesterol causes heart attacks. That was the hypothesis and to make matters worse, a gentleman named Ansel Keys came out and fudged some data to confirm this and you could, get, you could dig a little bit deeper into Ansel Keys and what he did to convince people that cholesterol is bad for you. Anyways, let's get back to the point here. So when they look at that, they blame cholesterol because they find it at the scene of the crime. That's like showing up to a, a, a building in your neighborhood that's on fire and you show up and you see all these firefighters with their hose just spraying the building, trying to remove the fire and and help prevent the building from burning down, and you'll show up and you look at the firefighters and you you say, oh, they're to blame for this fire because they're at the scene of the crime. Same thing with cholesterol. Just because they are at the scene of the crime does not mean they caused the crime. They are there to repair the arteries. Same thing with firefighters, they're there to help with the problem. Do not be afraid of cholesterol, my friends. You want to get high amounts of healthy, high-quality fat. Now if you do keto the wrong way, if you're doing dirty keto, if you're eating a whole bunch of vegetable seed oils and trans fats, that's going to actually make things worse because that's going to increase inflammation and that's going to cause an increase in heart disease. So yeah, dirty keto will increase your risk of heart disease. Healthy keto makes a huge dent in your heart disease risk. So I encourage you to do a few things here. Request from your doctor the NMR test, and then also you wanna look at other things in combination with your lipid profile. You wanna look at total cholesterol, you wanna look at HDL, you wanna make sure, here are the numbers that I look for. So I'm gonna share with you right now what are the ideal optimal ranges I look for, when it comes to risk of heart disease and which test that I recommend you request from your doctor or your health practitioner. These are the ones I request, I order for my clients. For total cholesterol, which doesn't really mean much, but I do look at it. For women, you want it to be around 250 or lower, men 220 or lower. Total LDL, we want it to be around, for men and women, around 130. Uh, like I said, it doesn't really mean much unless you're looking at the NMR particles. So if you're looking at the NMR particles, which is more accurate, we want the LDLP particles, which is the large and fluffy, to be less than 1,000, and we want the small LDL to be less than 500. For triglycerides, which is also an important marker to look at, I like seeing that uh, somewhere around 70 or below. HDL, which is high-density lipoprotein, it's been called the good cholesterol, I like to see that around 70 or higher. Uh, I always see, if I see something less than 50, it is usually a cause for concern. Here are the other inflammatory markers that I order because I think it's important to look at these in combination with the lipid profile to get. These are all pieces to the puzzle and you wanna be your own health detective here and that's what I empower my clients to do. Remember, intellectuals solve problems, geniuses prevent them. We wanna be proactive, not reactive. So doing this now and looking at this now P- makes you a genius. I want you to be a genius here. So here are the other markers to request and look at. Your A1C. Your A1C is the three-month, three-month average of your blood sugar levels, and we want that below 5.4. Dr. Canberry talked about how the A1C is much more important to look at than just LDL. We also want to look at homocysteine, which is an inflammatory marker, fibrinogen, and high-sensitivity C-reactive protein. Those are all important. We also want to look at PLA2, which is uh, inflammation of the cell membrane, and I also order another test called Metoxy, which also shows inflammation of the cell membrane. These are all great tests to order, and that'll give you a full picture of whether or not you are at risk of heart disease or if you are on an optimal road to perfect health, which is where I want you to be. Here's your homework assignment as well. I want you to go read the book, The Big Fat Surprise by Nina Teicholz, who I'm going to get on the podcast. She points out the flaws in that original Ancel Key study that I spoke about at the beginning of this podcast. She talks about how saturated fats have been a healthy human staple for thousands of years and how the low-fat craze has resulted in excessive consumption of refined grains and carbohydrates, which has actually resulted in increase of inflammation and disease Here's a quote from Nina Schultz from the Wall Street Journal, quote, there has never been solid evidence for the idea that these saturated fats can cause disease. We only believe this to be the case because nutrition policy has been derailed over the past half century by a mixture of personal ambition, bad science, politics, and bias. I encourage you to be a free thinker here. Think outside the box do your research and you will be surprised, I imagine, about what you come across. I know I was when I did. So main takeaways from this podcast. I want you to understand that cholesterol is important. 25% of cholesterol in the body can be found in the brain. The brain loves cholesterol. 60% of the brain is fat. Cholesterols are Cholesterol is the precursor for so many sex hormones. It, your cells are made up of cholesterol. The body loves cholesterol. Another takeaway is to request the NMR test I also like adding on the insulin resistant test to that as well. Look at those inflammatory markers I spoke about. Make, make sure you're in those optimal ranges I suggested. And yeah, make sure you're working with somebody who knows what they're doing. A health practitioner, whether it's a doctor or a health coach who knows this stuff and they're keeping up with the research and that you could actually have a conversation with them about this and they don't just dismiss you. If you have a doctor or a practitioner who's just dismissing this, that's a red flag. You want them to be open-minded. Maybe you could share with them some of your research, and you want them to look into it. That is what a doctor or a practitioner is supposed to do, and that's what I do. I really had fun on this episode. I hope it was helpful to you. If it was, if you got a lot of value from this, please rate and review the Ketocam podcast. It really helps out with the algorithm to help get it to more people. This information, I believe, is transformational. I want to impact the lives of one billion people. Just by you taking a minute here to rate and review the podcast goes a long way and you never know what your rating and review might do to inspire somebody to take action and improve their health. So I want to request for you to do so. Speaking of rating and reviews, I want to give a shout out to the review of the day. This comes from random-guy33. The caption is, best information ever with five stars. I've been following Ben for a long time and his consistency to his approach and knowledge of not only to get thinner and lose weight, but overall health and reducing the need to rely on medication to regulate health. Now that more studies come out to prove intermittent fasting and and its benefits, it only validates the core of Ben's long time proven teachings. Hey, random guy, thank you so much, I appreciate that. Well, that's all for today, my friends, my keto campers. You guys are amazing. If you haven't gotten my Keto Kickstart Guide, it's a free 12-page ebook designed to teach you to burn fat instead of sugar. There's also a meal plan in there. It's my four pillar structure for you to get healthy. Go to www.ketokickstartguide.com to claim that for free. Also, subscribe to the YouTube channel, my Keto Camp YouTube channel, where we release brand new videos, four brand new videos every single week. That can be found at youtube.com slash Keto Camp. Be great, be grateful, and you'll hear me on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice.